In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if YouTube success is just luck and if YouTube is right for you. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I do want to let you know that these comments are pulled from my YouTube channel or other YouTube communities online or from the submission form on the Comments Over Coffee website. So if you have a question about what you're doing on YouTube, you can submit your comment at commentsovercoffee.com. And as long as it's not something I've answered here before, I'll put it in the queue. Our first question is from Mike Kid Lazy. Now I'm going to warn you here, this question's a little bit long, but This is a little bit different than what I've talked about so far. So I'm going to read through this whole thing so that you can kind of get into the mindset here of Mike Kid Lazy, just so that we can talk about this more in depth as this goes. So Mike Kid Lazy says, just like most of the videos on this topic here on YouTube, you forgot, whether intentionally or not, to mention mistake number 21. You're not lucky enough to get discovered. Even if you abide by all the stuff that's been mentioned in this video, if you're not lucky, it's not going to work. So I guess it's better for us small creators to stop feeding on false hopes. Many people actually do think that if they do all the stuff these videos talk about, they'll definitely make it to the top, which is just not true, unless luck gets into the game. And I'm not saying this from the perspective of a new YouTuber. On the contrary, I've been posting for seven plus years, and I've been sticking to a schedule since the beginning of 2018. And this year, I finally managed to reach my first 1,000 subscribers after like 200 plus videos. It's ridiculous, but this is the truth. So thank you for your comment there, Mike Kid Lazy. So the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because this approach of success with anything, basically saying that it's only going to work out for you if you get lucky, I think that it's an inappropriate way to approach any situation. And YouTube is one of those situations. So, of course, there are factors. You know, where were you born? Were you lucky enough to be born in a particular country that allows you to express yourself through making video content and say what you want? um, That it allows the opportunity for you to have an income source of some kind where you can actually buy equipment? Are you fortunate enough to have internet? Right? Like, those are definitely luck factors. There's no question about that. But once you get past all of that, Once you have the tech, once you've been on YouTube, they say they've been on YouTube for seven years and they have the ability to make 200 videos. My view on that is, yes, luck can play a part in what it is that you do on YouTube. But the only way that luck can play a part with what it is that you do on YouTube is if you actually approach it like it is something, unless you are a one-off sensation. So what I mean by that is, let's say that you put up something and it just goes viral. Well, in that situation, that's great. You had one successful video, or let's say you have five videos that are really successful, but you just pop up and then you fade away, you're gone. It's not something that you can do sustainably. In order to do any of this stuff sustainably, it's really important to understand that it's not luck-based. It comes down to what it is that you put into it. It comes down to your awareness of what it is that you put into it. It comes down to your work ethic, It comes down to the decisions that you make in terms of the content that you're putting out, in terms of how you're structuring your content, in terms of the decision of, hey, you know what? I'm going to spend some extra time this weekend learning how to edit my videos better. I'm going to spend some extra time this weekend learning how to use my camera better. I'm going to spend some extra time this weekend watching other channels, not for the sake of just entertaining myself and wasting time, 
but watching other channels for the sake of trying to analyze what it is that they're doing and why people are responding to them, right? And I guarantee you, if we go and we look into the stats of this channel that we're talking about right now, if they have 200 videos and they've got 1,000 subscribers, I guarantee you, if we go and we look at their stats, we can see right there that it's not luck. I guarantee it because I've actually looked at channels on the back end where people have hit me up through you know, YouTube or through Twitter or through Instagram or something or email, and they're just wanting some information. Why is my channel not working is typically the question that goes along with that. They're like, hey, I'm putting in all this effort. I'm doing all the things. And then I go and I look at the channel. I'm like, okay, well, first, they're not doing all the things. They're not even close. Two, they have to send me stats, right? So I basically, I'm like, okay, well, this video, I need you to go to um, like your audience retention report. I need to see your click-through. I need to see how much people are sharing this. I need to see like all of these things, right? And then they'll send me screenshots. And when they send me the screenshots, it's like, well, here's the problem, right? One, people aren't clicking on your thumbnails. Two, once they get to your video, they're not sticking around in your video because you're not spending the time to actually edit your content. You're not spending the time to actually putting this stuff together. And I've had that conversation so many times, which is why I wanted to talk about this today. Because, you know, when, when people are, are blaming luck for not getting results on YouTube, it really bothers me because, you know, like I know the work that I've put in. I know the work that you put in every single day when you're making your content. I know the work that successful creators have put in. I know how difficult it is to stay consistent and to keep putting out good quality content, and to keep trying to improve and to keep trying to do things better and make things better for the viewers that come in and to manage everything, you know, not just making the content, but actually uploading the content itself and, you know, getting it on the platform, trying to optimize it the best way that you know how, uh, making thumbnails in the best way that you know how, making the content the best way that you know how, and constantly striving to improve. And when people dismiss all of that as luck, it kind of, you know, chaps me (laughs) a little bit, so to speak. Now, you know, with that said, I do want to say that, you know, when I'm on my YouTube journey, You know, I did have a lucky situation happen to me. In my situation, I lucked out by having a door-to-door sales company for a decade. So through that, that basically taught me over a decade, a tad bit more than a decade, but it taught me over the course of a decade to constantly monitor what's coming out of my brain and to constantly monitor how I'm saying things because basically I was training myself and reading all the sales books and all that stuff and being hyper aware of what was coming out of my mouth at the time. So I had 10 years of persuasiveness training, right? And that persuasiveness training allows me now to be able to make podcasts and to be able to make YouTube videos and to be able to think them through in a way like this. Let me give you an example. If you watch my content, then you've already heard this if you watch it on a regular basis. But if not, you know, little nuances when you are putting your stuff together can make a really big difference. For example, how you structure your call to action to subscribe or how you structure your call to action to comment or when you ask them to comment or when you ask your viewers to like your video and things like that. So for example, typically what I found is it works best and not just on my channel, but other channels that I've worked with, it typically works best when you lead people into the call to subscribe. So instead of just saying, hey, Welcome to another video. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and like. When you actually lead people into it and you're like, hey, here's one pain point that you're having that I'm going to help you solve, another pain point that you're having I'm going to help you solve, and another one I'm going to help you solve. So in order to let me help you solve those problems, all you have to do is subscribe, right? So my setup for that is if you want to learn how to grow your channel, make videos, and all types of other YouTube-related stuff, start now by subscribing and clicking the bell. And all of that came from my sales training, right? So all of that came from me thinking, okay, if somebody is going to go through this process, 
How can I hold their attention as long as possible and then just drop a hard subscribe on them so I can drop that call to action on them? So I structured it that way for the sake of basically teasing them, getting a few yeses out of them in terms of like, yeah, I want to do that. Sure, I want to grow my channel. Sure, I want to get more views, right? Sure, I want to learn how to make videos. So basically, I set it up that way and then I drop the call to action to subscribe. And another thing with that is when I'm making my content, Sometimes, and and you might be the same way, sometimes when I am making my content, I'll go through one take, right? Because I'm working off a bullet point. So I'll go through one take to where I'll say the same thing four times, five times, but I'll say it in different ways, putting different inflections on my voice for the sake of making that connection with the viewer, making sure that I express whatever point it is that I'm trying to get across. And I'm even keeping that in mind for how I'm picking up from the last clip, right? So if I ended high on the last clip, then maybe depending on what I'm saying, I want to come in low on the new clip, or let's say that I end high on the last clip. Maybe I want to just keep carrying that and then pick it up high and then bring it down low into the clip that I am recording now as an example. So, you know, that training helped me prepare myself for this, right? Another thing, yes, I got lucky by doing a bunch of freelance graphic design work, tons of freelance graphic design work. I got lucky by doing contract design work, right? I got lucky by having a brother that knew how to edit videos and put videos together so that he could show me how to do that. That gave me an edge, right? Absolutely, without question, it gave me an edge. But what didn't depend on luck specifically was one action that I made that helped reset the course of what was happening to me on YouTube. So. To paint this picture here, here's what happened. So I started my YouTube channel, and when I started my channel, I was putting out videos based on all the stuff that I just told you that I had learned, right? So I started it out, my first videos were not horrible. They could definitely use some improvement, but they weren't horrible. How I actually presented in the videos also wasn't horrible. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't the real me that I was trying to get out, but it was a good start, right? I I definitely had that edge right when I came into it. However, part of my journey is actually leaving the channel that I'm currently on and going to work on another channel. So from the outside, somebody might see that and be like, well, hey, you got lucky. You just, you know, you were able to work with this, with this other guy to, to help you do this other channel. And, you know, that taught you a lot in that process and so on. But what they don't think about is, and let me kind of frame that up. Okay, so what happened is I'm doing my channel. I've got a nice handful of videos up and I'm just putting out regular content. So I've got some stuff on how to be comfortable on camera how to get over camera shyness. Um, I've got how to name your next project because I wasn't doing YouTube tips yet, right? I was just doing general video making, freelance design type of content. I was doing, you know, how to fix blemishes with your skin for your thumbnails as an example. So what happened is I was doing that type of content and then uh, Daryl Eves, who if you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with Daryl. Daryl Eves was having a contest and his contest was, I'm crossing 100,000 subscribers submit a video to me. And when you submit this video to me, if it's good, I'm putting a bunch of subscribers in my video, submit your video to me, letting me know how much of an impact my channel has had on you, some things that you've learned from it and things like that. And if the video is good, we might include it, right? So what I'm thinking in that moment is I'm thinking like, oh, this is great. I'm like watching this guy. He's got all these other people on here that I've been watching lately. You know, he had Gideon Shawick on there who I was a fan of at the time. Still am, he's an awesome guy. He had some Tim Schmoyer on there who was working with Real SEO at the time. David Walsh Online was on there who had his own channel, but I watched his channel as well, which he's actually launching again. So if you're familiar with him, just as a heads up, he's launching that again. But basically, 
my video to him was basically saying, hey, this is a little bit of my story. This is what got me onto YouTube. And your channel has been a huge help to me in just kind of helping me get my bearings on this stuff, right? Because when you first come onto YouTube, there's just so much stuff. Like if you watch my videos, you might be getting that information from me, right? To where I help you navigate some of these things. That's probably why you're listening to this even, to where I can help you navigate some of those things that maybe you either didn't think of or maybe you didn't know that you had to think of or whatever. And for me, Daryl was that guy. So basically I submitted my video and I said, I said to myself, I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Let me see if I can get in his video, right? That's all I was thinking at the time. I was like, hey, I'm gonna put in this effort and I'm gonna try to get into his video. So I put a video together. I just threw up the lights. I made the video in my living room and I made the video and it was a fun video. I edited it together really quick and made sure that I got it in there before the deadline. And what happened is he ended up contacting me pretty quick after I submitted that. And he said, hey, you know, I I think that the way that you present on camera, the way that your videos look, the way that everything sounds, he said, you know, I think from based on my experience that you have a really good shot at this. And I think that you would have really good results if you worked on something that had a little bit more widespread interests outside of just like the freelancing space or the video space. So in my brain, I'm thinking, wow, this is incredible. You know, I get a chance to actually do something with this guy. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I will take this opportunity and I'll do it. Let's do it. So we started working on that other channel. It started going great. And I got burned out on that channel. I couldn't handle the workload with my design stuff that I was doing plus that channel. and, And I just burned out. So because of that, I ended up coming back to my current channel just because the content's easier to make. But the moral of the story here is that if I didn't take the action to see that opportunity and just try, if I didn't try, if I said, oh, well, you know, I'm not even going to try to make that video because if I make that video, the only reason that I'm going to get picked is if I get lucky, right? But the funny thing is, is when Daryl contacted me and he said, hey, you know, I think that your stuff is good. He mentioned specifically, he mentioned my presentation. He mentioned how everything looked, how everything sounded. And that's all stuff that came from a past version of myself, right? So it wasn't that I necessarily got lucky. It's that my life experience had got me to a place to where I basically reached out by submitting a video. And because I had that previous experience, it gave me a good presentation. So when he watched my video, it was something that grabbed his attention, right? But if I would have just said, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to put any effort into this or I'm just not going to submit it then I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So it wasn't luck. What it was, it was basically life happened (laughs) that brought me to that point of submitting that video. And then that gave me the opportunity to work with him. Sure, absolutely. I I got lucky in the fact that he looked at my video and that his in his brain, he thought, hey, you know, this guy, you know, has good stuff or whatever. I did get lucky there, right? But if I wouldn't have ever submitted the video, that would have never had the chance to happen. So The reason that I'm saying all this and the reason that I walked down this rabbit hole or climbed into this rabbit hole is because when people look at YouTube as it's just you getting lucky, it's something that if this happens to you or if you're thinking this way, it's something that you have to take some ownership for. I actually recommend a book. It's called Extreme Ownership. And in this book, the entire thing is about saying whatever happens, for the most part, there's some things outside of your control, of course. But for the most part, the things that you do on a day-to-day basis and the things that happen to you on a day-to-day basis, you have some kind of control over, okay? So with that mindset, if you look at owning that situation and saying, hey, he's got 200 videos up. Mike Kidlazy has 200 videos up. 
So he has 200 videos up on his channel. And during that time, something was going on to keep Mike Kid lazy from excelling or from getting the results that he's after, which defaulted him into luck. And the unfortunate thing is it might be that luck mindset that caused that to happen. So because of that, I encourage you, instead of looking at YouTube like it's luck, look at it like if I put in the work and I'm doing all these things and I'm constantly trying to improve, then my luck is going to drastically increase because the more you develop your skills, the more you develop the ability to edit videos and to communicate and do all of that stuff in an entertaining way or just in a way that resonates with people in that situation, when you're developing all of those skills, you're generating your own luck. When you're trying to educate yourself on how all of this stuff works, the more educated that you get about it, the more you're generating your own luck, the more that you're going to be able to take advantage of opportunities. Let me give you another example. So because of the type of content that I make, which is YouTube help content, just in case you're not familiar with my content, because of the type of content that I make, I have people literally every single day reaching out to me on Facebook, reaching out to me on Twitter, reaching out to me on Instagram, trying to have me help them with their YouTube channels. For the most part, the people that do reach out, they need a lot of work, right? So because of that, I typically just send them to the YouTube Creator Academy. It's free, put together by YouTube. So I send them there and basically send them on that journey to educate themselves first. However, when somebody reaches out to me, even if they're just getting started, I, I had somebody, just to give it a specific example, I had somebody that reached out to me on Facebook recently. I might've even mentioned this in another episode, but they reached out to me recently on Facebook. And when they reached out to me, it was the typical thing. Hey, you know, I'm having trouble with my channel. Could you give it a look and all of that? And I was like, hey, you know, let me just take a quick look and see what's going on. So I looked at the channel and I looked at the content and I was like, wow, this is, this is really good stuff. I think he had five videos or maybe 10 videos or something. It wasn't a lot. And I was like, wow, this is, this is really good stuff. They, they're, they're putting in the work. They've clearly taken the time to understand how their camera works. They've clearly taken the time to learn how to edit, how to color correct, how to process their audio, how to get their background to look nice and all that. Like they've clearly taken the time to learn how to do all that stuff. And I was super impressed by it. So I spent probably 25 to 30 minutes just going over the channel and talking to this person uh, through chat on Facebook and just giving a ton of tips on things that they can do. I gave them some inspirational stuff in terms of like screenshots of things for monetization options that they have based on the content that they have. I told them specific things that they could do to increase the results that they're getting on their channel in terms of the number of views and subscribers they're getting, the amount of money they're making and all that stuff over that amount of time. Because when I looked at their channel, they had put in that work, right? Whatever led them to that point at that point in time, they had gotten there to where when I looked at it, I was like, wow, this is impressive. So one of the channels that hadn't put in that work, they might see that situation. They might hear me talking about it now. If that's you, you might hear me talking about that and say, well, that's not cool. Why are you sending some people to YouTube Creator Academy, but you're helping this person out? It doesn't come down to luck. I, it, it comes down to what I see when I actually look at the channel. So the efforts that they're putting in, in this particular situation, the effort that this guy was putting in, he generated his own luck. So what some people would have had to pay for, he got it for free and he actually got more information that, than he was even asking for because he was generating his own luck, because he put in that work and because he was trying to make it happen and he was applying, which is a really important part of all this, but he was applying all of the things that he had learned so far. So because of that, I really encourage you to not look at YouTube or really anything as just getting lucky unless you're winning the lottery, but you know, out of just getting luck, I mean, luck does play a part in a lot of things, 
But the more that you are prepared when luck shows up, the better or the more lucky you're going to get, right? But if you are just dismissing everything and you're like, well, I'm just going to keep doing whatever it is that I'm doing and then maybe I'll get lucky and it'll work out. In a lot of cases, most cases even, I would venture to say, it doesn't work out that way. So, you know, put in the effort, put in the time to, to really educate yourself on this stuff and to really give yourself a chance to excel and to do good. And if you have 200 videos on your channel and, you know, you're just crossing 1,000 subscribers, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't complain about it, for starters, because what you can do is in that situation, you can say, okay, well, before I make another 200 more, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go into my stats and I'm going to start figuring out more of how this stuff works. I'm going to start looking to see how people are responding to my videos and my thumbnails. And instead of just doing whatever I want because I think it's fun, if I'm really wanting to get results, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start modifying this, modifying my content in a way that people respond to it better. I'm going to start picking topics that are better. I'm going to start making the right decisions that will lead me in the direction of success instead of just claiming that everything is luck. But that's my thoughts on the whole luck thing. So I'm not sure what yours are, but in my situation, that's the way that I look at luck because, you know, without the effort, it's really difficult. Like luck can be knocking at your door, banging at your door. Luck can kick your door in, but without the effort, then it's just going to go away. So that's my thoughts on luck. And uh, I'd love to know what you think. So feel free to head over to commentsovercoffee.com and submit in the suggestion form for the comment. I would just like to know what your feedback is on that. So when you hear this episode, feel free to shoot me an email over there on the comments over coffee website, just go to the submit comment form and shoot me your thoughts on that because I'd love to know what you think of that and your thoughts on this episode just in general, because this is a little bit different than what I normally talk about on my YouTube channel or, you know, what I talk about just in general, unless maybe you catch me on a rant in a live stream. <laughs> so before we get into the next comment, a quick word from our sponsor. Tubertools.com has professionally designed thumbnail templates, graphics that remind your viewers to subscribe to your channel, end screen graphics, channel art, motion transitions, and more to help you level up your presence on YouTube. Save 20% on your membership by going to tubertools.com forward slash coffee or using the promo code coffee if you make a purchase from our store. Get everything you need for your YouTube channel at tubertools.com. Our next question is from Cinema TMC TV. And Cinema TMC TV says, starting my YouTube channel has been the most mentally and physically draining, soul-crushing experience of my life. LOL. But I found your videos recently and I plan to apply the lessons with my future uploads. Thanks a lot for these. So thank you for the question, Cinema TMC TV. I appreciate it. So the reason I wanted to talk about this one is because I know a lot of people feel this way. You know, I mean, they put the LOL afterwards. So, you know, I think they're they're being a little bit dramatic and they knew it. But I know a lot of people actually look at it this way. They look at creating content in YouTube as this big mountain of stuff. Right. But if you look at it this way and it's something that is, you know, draining you and it's something that's soul crushing and it's like physically and mentally draining. The reason that I that I mentioned in the beginning that we're talking about if YouTube is right for you is because if you're feeling this way. Like you don't have to do YouTube. You know, YouTube is an amazing platform. There's so many different opportunities. YouTube is swelling. It is just growing like crazy. And when you develop the abilities to create content, it doesn't matter if it's on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or wherever, once you develop the ability to make stuff that people respond to, 
that's a skill that you'll be able to carry with you for a really, really long time until technology changes into something that we haven't thought of yet that replaces video. But when you develop those skills, it can really take you a long way. But just because it can take you a long way doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for you. So if you are feeling that way and you're feeling, hey, you know, this is mentally and physically draining and soul crushing. If you're feeling that way and you're just feeling, you know, like you're up against a wall and there's no way that you'll ever improve. A few things that I want you to think about in that situation. The very first is think about why it is that you're on YouTube in the first place. Think about, you know, hey, when I started my YouTube channel, why did I actually start my YouTube channel? And I started because, you know, I just wanted a hobby and I just wanted something to do. And then somewhere along the lines, I got caught up in the whole trying to get subscribers and trying to get views thing. Or did I start my channel to spread a message of some kind? And then somewhere along the line, I got caught up in the views and subscriber thing. And because I'm not getting the results at the pace that I think that I should get the results, I am feeling discouraged by it. And I'm feeling overwhelmed and and all of that. It's really important to think of why you're feeling the way that you are and why you got onto YouTube in the first place. And then once you go through that, it's also important to think about, are you feeling that way because you're putting in all this effort and you're not getting anything in return in terms of like views and subscribers? Or are you feeling that way because you're putting in all this effort and because you're putting in all this effort, let's say that you have a job or you're in school and then after school, you go and you spend all of your time on YouTube making content or you know whatever. Like if you are doing something like that, is the is the pain coming from not having a social life or pulling back from your friends because you're spending all of your time on YouTube, right? It, or is the pain point coming from you investing a bunch of money into camera equipment and, you know, all the other stuff that comes with making YouTube videos and you're just not getting a financial return yet? You know, like it's really important just to look and try to figure out why is it that you're feeling this way? And if if it comes down to you're just not getting out of it what you what you used to get out of it, then in that situation, it's okay. You know, like you don't have to do YouTube. It's okay to walk away. It's not for everybody. You know, like some people are going to come on, they're going to do great. Other people are going to come on and they are going to do okay or they'll do good for a while and then they will just, you know, stop uploading videos for whatever reason because they're feeling this way. Other people will never get traction. So because of that, it's really important to know what it is that you want because if you know what it is that you want, you know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, then in that situation, it can kind of help push those feelings to the side because what you're doing when you know what it is that you are doing it for and you know what you're after is you have something to actually shoot for. And instead of gauging everything on like views and subscribers and and all of that stuff, that's so easy for all of us to get caught up in. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I look at my subscriber count every single day. I always, every single day throughout the day, I'll look at the performance of my last video. I'll look at my 48 hour view count. You know, I'm the same way, (laughs) but You know, it's really important just to make sure, though, that like if you're feeling that way, that you identify why and that you decide for yourself, you know, say, hey, is the way that I'm feeling this way because YouTube isn't what I think that it was going to be? Or am I feeling this way because I'm not getting the results of X, Y, Z? But if you have that to get back on track here, if you have that, you know, that thing that you're after and you gauge everything by if you're moving towards that thing or not, that goal that can make a really big difference on your mindset and how you look at all this stuff. Because at the end of the day, chasing views and subscribers, and we all do it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, that I don't do that, but if you're chasing just views and subscribers, then it can leave you kind of hollow when things aren't going the way that you want. But if you are chasing a bigger goal, 
right? Like my bigger thing is I'm trying to make the content that I make this podcast included so that I can help people change their lives. Because in my situation, this whole content creation thing all the way across the board has completely changed like the direction of my life and the things that I do every day. Like I love what I do. I love my life. I love the environment that I record in. I love learning the camera gear. I love having fun with, you know, trying to present in different ways. I love the community. I love the other creators. I love, you know, uploading videos and seeing the response that I get and seeing the funny things that happen in terms of, you know, I upload a video and then I test something to try to put the information later in the video. And then people give me a hard time about it in the comments. You know, like I have fun with that kind of stuff too. So from my perspective, you know, as long as I'm moving forward with making content that helps other people make content in a way and understand how to make content so that they can make the right decisions to follow a similar path in terms of, you know, changing their lives so that they can cause positive ripples through other people's lives through the content that they make. They don't have to make, you know, help content in order to do that, but you can even be making crafting content. But in that situation, you know, if you're showing people how to do things that they weren't otherwise able to do, then, you know, you're creating that positive ripple versus somebody that is on a YouTube channel, you know, talking about the world's ending and, you know, all this other stuff that sends people down that negative path. Right. So, you know, if you're a crafting channel, you are helping people, you know, with their hobby, with something that they enjoy. You're helping them enjoy those moments in their lives, which might be the, you know, depending on the person, you know, it might be the only pleasant serene moments that they have working on whatever it is that they, you know, whatever it is that they're crafting together as an example. So, you know, that's my mission. So what I do is, of course, I chase views and subscribers because that stuff, you know, makes everything turn. However, what I really gauge things on is when people are like, hey, Nick, um, I watched this video and now I understand this and I applied it to my channel and I'm getting better results. Hey, Nick, my channel was doing this and then I took this advice that you said in this video and then I just crossed 10,000 subscribers. High five, right? When I get messages like that, for me, that's my gauge of how things are going. So that's my goal. That's my thing that I'm doing. And as long as I can keep doing that, I will. So for you, you know, if you're in that situation to where you are getting discouraged, I just encourage you to think about it. You know, think about why it is that you're here in the first place. Think about what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And if you can identify those things, then you can start breaking down in terms of, you know, hey, is this something that I want to continue doing or not? And if you do, awesome, because, you know, this is an awesome thing. And, and if you can make it work, then it, it can get really awesome. But if you're thinking to yourself like, you know what, actually, you know, I can spend that time going out and hanging out with people or I can spend that time, you know, just watching Netflix or, you know, what other things that you enjoy. So, you know, it's not something that you have to do and it is okay to walk away from all of that work that you've put in if you want to, if you decide that YouTube isn't right for you. And another thing with that as well is just because you walk away doesn't mean that you can't make content. Maybe if you all of a sudden decide that you don't want to do YouTube, maybe you can start podcasting. Maybe you can start blogging. Maybe you can start, you know, taking really cool pictures to put on Instagram. Maybe your area of expertise, the thing that you excel in, maybe it's going to be something different, right? But on the flip side, you might be, perfect for YouTube. You just haven't broken through yet. You haven't made enough videos yet. You know, you haven't crossed those lines to really get that momentum going on your YouTube channel yet. But if you are driven towards that and you're goal driven and you're purpose driven, then it makes achieving that goal a thousand times easier because that is what you're shooting for. And you make all of your decisions based on that. So your happiness and your unhappiness isn't based on how many views you got today or what your real-time subscriber count is. Your happiness is based on 
am I moving in the direction towards what it is that I'm trying to accomplish or what it is that I've set out to do? If the answer is yes, then you're like, okay, hey, I'm doing good stuff today. If the answer is no, even if you didn't get everything done, like for example, I'm leaving, I'm hopping on a plane here in like 11 hours. And for me, you know, I've got some stuff that, you know, I still need to do tonight and I don't even know if I'm going to get done. And that's okay because I know that the work that I put in today is taking me towards my goal. So even though, you know, that pressure is there, it's still something that it's like, okay, whatever this is, you know, I'm still moving towards what it is that I am trying to accomplish, even though I have maybe one or two things on this list that I'm probably not going to get to tonight. (laughs) So with all that said, I would appreciate if you would consider all of the things that I talked about today, because when it comes to luck and when it comes to your mind state and enjoying what it is that you get out of life, you know, it's really important to make sure that it sounds cliche, but you know, we do have a finite amount of time and it's really important to design your day so that you can try to have the most positive experiences as possible. And if you're basing everything on luck, there's a really good chance the positive experiences that you're going to have are going to be limited, that you're limiting yourself and your ability to have those positive experiences if you're basing everything on luck. If you are, you know, stressed out and frustrated and mentally and physically drained and soul crushed, right? That's not a good day. That's not a positive experience. So I really encourage you just to, you know, sit back and think about everything and think about, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to live a good life. And I'm trying to enjoy myself. And if making content is going to help me do that, then I'm going to push forward. And I'm going to try to do the best that I possibly can, learn as much as I can, apply all of this stuff, test on my channel and see how this stuff works for my channel. See if there's additional things that I need to learn. See if I just need to keep making content because I just haven't made enough videos yet. You know, like just be able to make those decisions. And I really encourage you to go for it because, you know, when you can wake up and you can enjoy the day every single day or most days, because, you know, not every day is perfect. But if you can wake up and you can enjoy most of the days because you're doing things that you enjoy doing, either professionally or the hobbies that you have, you know, it can really make a, a big difference and a big impact on your mind state and just how you perceive everything um, that you do on a day-to-day basis. So if you have a moment, please give me a written review on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Hopefully you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.